Dig it now. Dig it now. So we are back for our very first of the Manson's Treehouse Mini of the Year. This is 109 Ocean Avenue. Uh, I'm obviously Jamie. Here with me is Jack, as always. And today we are talking about the folklore and how the folklore of was created. The urban legend, I suppose, more than folklore. Or both. I think they're both. Yeah, it's kind of come the full circle of Bloody Mary. This might end up being a bigger podcast, though. Oh, is, oh, what, because we can't keep anything down and we must do a full... <laughs> so must... maybe this is a full episode. Who yeah, knows? Who knows? We don't know yet. You in the future are the only ones who know. Whether it says episode something or doesn't say an episode number, yeah. that's the only <laughs> way we'll know. So let's give us a little introduction then, please, Jack. So, lighter out. You're locked in a bathroom or any appropriate place with a large-sized mirror. Small candle. Jimmy, you've got a light. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. You light the candle. You chant the words. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> you weren't expecting it, were you? <laughs> oh, so that one. I wonder how loud that's going to be. Oh, that clipped. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear how good the can. I've got the head. I've got headphones on today for the first time ever when we were recording, and I could hear the noise of that candle being blown out. And I was like, I got a little bit of a hard on for it. I was like, and all of a sudden, you find a haunting figure over your shoulder, or reaching for it for you through the mirror. <clears throat> On a quick side note here, because I feel like it's the appropriate time, have you seen the trailers for the new Grudge movie? Yes. It looks well good. We need to go see yeah. it. Did you see that thing I sent you? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. The Grudge versus Omen or yeah. whatever. Is mm. it only Japanese? Grudge versus The Ring. Grudge versus The Ring. Is it Japanese in this Yeah, one? yeah. But I'm, I don't care. I'll oh, yeah, it. we'll, we'll, we'll get, it on your, get it on through the legal means. Yeah, there's whip. Whiplash quotes when I say <laughs> legal means. Yeah, we need to find that. I think yeah, I did find it. Nice. We, I think we've got it. We can, we can do it. Bloody Mary. She probably visits more bathrooms on Halloween than chimneys of good old St. Nick does on Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's probably 100% true. I can... There's something... I definitely did this as a little spooky child. The Bloody Mary thing. Did you ever... Did no, I don't think I did. Oh, see, so we a recollection of doing it anyway. But you're you're the eldest, though, aren't you? Yeah. So if no one was showing you to do it, it's like I had my I oldest, guess. my older sister and her friends. I think that's how I kind of got through doing it. Plus, I lived in the spooky ass household of my mum being, you know, the witch. <laughs> 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 I felt like that this was something. Yeah, I kind of knew it was nonsense, and I was never really scared of it of the of the thing of. But I also didn't know anything. I had under, never understood anything, and I hadn't seen Candyman, which my older sister, one of my older sisters, had seen. And I think, so that's probably where, but I think mm. you have to say it five times in Candyman. Oh, do you? Yeah. I think it changes, like, depending on... Where you are. Where you are in the world. Obviously, the closer you are to her, the less you have to see it. Cause... What, depending on where, the closer you are to the actual, what, to the death? It's not just a Bloody Mary in general. To a Bloody Mary. Yeah. It's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, that's how, that's what I do is, I like to open a compact mirror. 
if I'm in a hotel every morning, I'll turn off all the lights. I light a tea light. I open a compact mirror. I phone room service, but so it's like on an answer phone. And then I go, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then I whisper. And then after I pass back out within 30 minutes, there's three Bloody Marys lined up. <laughs> I actually love a Bloody Mary. It's a great drink. I'm not a massive fan. It's a breakfast. Oh, if, you, if you're breakfast drinking, though. Like a like a, a an eight o'clock drinking, or if you've done a if you've woken up to go for a drink, one of my favourite things. <laughs> Morning alcoholism. Isn't it got Tabasco in it? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't think I'm a massive fan of Tabasco. Oh, I love Tabasco. I ate a chili and a half in my I made a my lunch earlier. It was great. I'm gonna have a spicy poo though. <laughs> oh. I had a full. I was like. Well, no one else is going to use it. Like, Chris won't use it. And then I have to wait and use a tiny amount of food. So I'm like, I'll just put both these. And they were big, big chilies. Not that spicy, but it was like the same amount of chili as there was pepper. All right, yeah. <laughs> so I was there like, oh, this is actually rather hard. <laughs> just sweating. So the background on the Bloody Mary ritual, there's some thought that it's closely linked to a ritual in which young women were encouraged to walk upstairs backwards, holding a small candle in a darkened house. And apparently they'd be able to see the face of the man they'd end up marrying. Or a skull, which would signify they'd die before marrying. One quick question. Who was encouraging them of this? Was it a mum? A oh, dad? Anyone, oh, really? Oh, like, an estranged uncle. Or... Oh, yeah, that a creepy uncle. Yeah. yeah. Mm, you, know, you know what they say you've got to do it. you got to walk down those stairs. Like someone was definitely <laughs> a lot of... I was talking. You've got to have that candle. There's one thing I've definitely done, though, which is a lot closer to, I feel like, this kind of thing, which is, whilst experimenting with hallucinogenic drugs, is it's called scrying, and it's basically just a way of creeping out. Is you just... You can do it without the drugs, but the tricks... They make it faster, a lot funner, a lot quicker for being fun. Is you just look in the mirror, and you wait. It's like the magical thing is you'll look in the mirror, and you'll see, essentially through into like the mirror realm or through a di- or another dimension and stuff like that but what basically just starts happening is your face just starts changing around and suddenly there's like there's another person in the mirror and then you're like oh my god i've seen bloody mary and she kind of looks like me but baggier and f- kind of squeakily <laughs> but yeah scrying is something i think we could actually do a lot look into it a lot more but it's something it's weird like matt it's like a very old magical Kind of ritual because there's something about mirrors that just are inherently bit, a little bit creepy. Well, it's because you can see yourself, I think. Mm. The game seems to mainly be played by girls. One idea behind it suggests by folklore Alan Dundas. Yeah. Dundas? 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 Uh, suggests that something similar was used to it as initiate. Initiate. Annihilate. <laughs> I was going to say annihilation. Um, something similar was used as an initiation into womanhood, used on one woman who were young women who were close to puberty. It's like, so you're just about to ha- have your period, best walk through the house with your candle and blow it out. So um, we thought we'd dive a little more into this folklore and see where, what she really is. I mean, otherwise it would be a really short episode. Yeah, if we just... And, then, and that's the <laughs> and game that's of Bloody Mary. Um, what's that? Nice. Three minutes. Gonna... Cake? <laughs> We've done it. We finally said we did a short episode and we've done one. Um, so it turns out there's more than one possibility for Bloody Mary. Uh, all as vile as each other. Well, I don't know. If one vile. One of them just kind of got a head cut. It wasn't really her fault. <laughs> but, but sure. Um, and plus one that's just a little bit self-obsessed. So um, we'll start off with, uh, 
I feel like this is the one that I knew of as yeah, the this is Bloody the one Mary. I, one. I think this is like England Bloody Mary. Yeah, this is the English version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you fine with spiders, by the way? Yeah, kind of. Why? Okay, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a there was a massive spider in there. The other, it was so big that Clarice came in and um, she literally was hanging off her shirt to put it there. She opened the curtains, saw it there. Like she hung one on the shirt, then she went to hang on the other one. Saw it, literally took her shirts off. Apologized to the spider, <laughs> closed the curtains, and shut the door. <laughs> and then literally left a note on the door for me. So when I woke up at like four in the morning or something, like, I'm rubbing my eye. Like, What's happening? And there was a big long note. I was like, please remove the spider. It's very big. It's in the window. <laughs> His name's Dave. He's, yeah, he lives, he lives here now. He pays rent though. So like, <laughs> It's a freaking steal. It's we got him on three hundred and fifty a month. I'm like all bills included, obviously. I can't imagine he uses much water. No, no Wi-Fi use either. So <laughs> you get all the bandwidth. <laughs> Perfect house guests. Um, so uh, let's start with good old Mary Tudor or Mary the First of England. She was born February eighteenth in fifteen sixteen. Though every time I read a date from like that, it's like was she or someone wrote that down then. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of got to the point now where I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Every time I read, I'm like, "Did that happen, or is this all lies?" It's all lies. Um, the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, and um, after they split up, they kind of kicked out old Mary. And when she was seventeen, because uh, he remar- Henry remarried Anne Boleyn, and uh, he had another daughter called Elizabeth. And basically, Elizabeth and her mum Anne essentially said that Mary couldn't claim the throne, even though she was the rightful heir to the throne. She would eventually uh, reclaim her legitimacy to the the throne and took to the throne in 1553 and married Philip of Spain, who was... I don't think he was called Philip. (laughs) Philippe. That's more French. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Philippe. The who was less than interested in England and kept leaving to fight Spanish wars. Which I felt like everyone did. They kind of just got married and they were like, right, well, actually, we're both quite busy. It's like kind of two CEOs being like, we'll marry each other, but again, all we're going to actually do is run our respective companies. We'll sleep in the same bed. But they wouldn't even sleep. He was living in fucking Spain. (laughs) He was in a castle somewhere in Castillo. Uh, She also had to fight off a rebellion against the marriage as well, successfully. Uh, She was then found to be pregnant. However, it turned out to be a a pseudo-pregnancy, and despite showing all the signs, she never actually gave birth. I think they call them phantom pregnancies. Phantom pregnancies. I think so. I've never heard of this term, pseudo-pregnancy. It's like a (laughs) quote-unquote pregnancy. (laughs) Pregnancy. (laughs) At the start of her reign, she issued a proclamation that she would not compel any of her subjects to follow her religion, because she was actually Catholic, but the rest of the country by then... Had stopped. By the end of September of that um, year, four leading Protestants, Protest- Protestants were actually just in prison. So she just immediately um, revoked that. Then she actually brought back the Heresy Act. So if you didn't follow the religion, you were condemned to eternity in prison and die. Um, during her time as queen, she had over 280 religious heretics burnt at the stakes. And over 800 rich and influential Protestants fled England. Because she was like, let's fuck some shit up. She eventually died in 1558 at the age of 42 during an influenza epidemic. She 
may have also been suffering from ovarian cancer as she was known to be suffering from intense abdominal pain, bringing an end to her five-year reign as queen. So this is the one when you would sometimes also say, was this me- Bloody Mary, I've got your baby? Because she uh, just kept having phantom birth. Have you heard of that? No. No? That, I, so that's, yeah, that's one of the ones that you'd also say, you'd say, Bloody Mary, I've got your baby three times, and then you'd blow out the light and stuff, blow out the candle, and then she would come screaming right, after you. Yeah. Reclaim her baby. But she never had a baby, just many, many. I think, cause she, I think she had quite a few phantom pregnancies. As yeah, well, and miscarriages. Quite a few. <clears throat> Very unfortunate. Mm. So, um, so that was one of the first, <laughs> the f- the first. I feel like major ones that is um in England. But then this one's quite famous as well, which is Elizabeth Bathory. She was referred to as the Queen of Blood, and this one, as much as I want to believe that this was happening, I feel like some big hundred nine ocean, one hundred nine ocean avenue. Quotation marks. <laughs> We're about to come over this as a true story. <laughs> we will be presenting this as such, but... <laughs> it's, Quotation marks. This it's happened. one of those true stories that flashes up at the beginning of yeah, any yeah, this, horror this, film. This thing was based on a true story. <laughs> Paranormal activity based, based on, on a true, true story. Um, born Rec, based se- on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Elizabeth Bathory, she was born on the 7th of August... 50, in 1560 as part of a noble Hungarian family that owned land throughout the country. Oh, do you think? It's a curse. And it was passed on from Queen Mary. Oh, so it's like, it follows. Yeah. It's, an, it's, it's just... a bloody Mary, it follows. I like that idea. <laughs> Two years later, after the death of <coughs> Queen Mary. That's, uh, that's not long. And you don't know, there could have been another shit, like a shit Mary got it. Yeah, like... it died straight away and then just passed it on. To the Queen of Blood. Mm. But, um, why is she Mary? <laughs> Don't know. Do we know that Mary was... Was it Elizabeth Mary Bathory? We'll find out. <laughs> I mean... Doesn't seem it, but she was one of the people that came up with... Yeah, oh, no, I know. She, I know Every time you say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary she's, she's one, but... <laughs> So um, she's as, anyway, so as I was saying, she was born on the seventh of August, fifteen sixty, part of a no uh, a noble family in Hungary, and they owned vast amounts of land throughout the country. Her fo- family also ha- held links uh, with the King of Poland, and her brother became a, the royal judge of Hungary. She suffered throughout her childhood with um, multiple seizures because of. Probably epilepsy. That's, but obviously, they didn't know what epilepsy was, so she probably thought to have demons in her or something. Back, <laughs> it was only she needs to be let. Her blood. She has too much blood, <laughs> or maybe not enough blood. <laughs> foreshadow, foreshadow. Um, but uh, this was the epilepsy. Probably was most likely because of uh, her parents' inbreeding and just the real rich family inbreeding. Like, yeah, this is generational inbreeding, which is probably. Well, continues to this day, really, in the in royal families in general. Right? Well, yeah, definitely, they're all fucking Queen and Elizabeth, Queen Victoria's cousins and nieces and whatnot. Uh, one of the cures at the time for epilepsy, because <laughs> um, medicine, you know, was to rub the blood of a non-sufferer of, epi- of an epileptic 
or giving them a mixture of non-sufferous blood and a piece of skull as their episode was ending. So basically, you just they're 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 they're, they're on the floor having a seizure. We all know what a seizure looks like. Yep. And um, and they're like, oh shit, she's seizing. Little bit of blood on your thumb. Imagine, or maybe on the skull, like you scoop a little. Are they dead? I'm assuming they're dead if you've got a bit of the skull. Mm. And if they're dead, how are you certain? You'd have to know them because to be certain that they didn't have epilepsy. You can't just be picking up any skull from the ground. So just like smear it on like lipstick, like (laughs) that scene in The Joker where he's painting his tongue. (laughs) This remedy is uh, thought to be one of the reasons for her killings. So she could basically, she was looking for a cure because, again, they put so much importance in blood in this time in medicine. Pretty important thing, otherwise yeah. we die if we don't have it. <laughs> Not in this way, though. Uh, it's also thought that she had to be. She witnessed brutal and violent punishments that her family ordered, and was taught by family members to be involved with Satanism and witchcraft. Quote unquote. Would like to point out that to anyone who's one of those, one of those New Age medicine people or anti-vax people, this doesn't work. We're not recommending it. You cannot. <laughs> We repeat, you cannot. And if you've come here looking for medical facts, you you need to get your priorities sorted, one. <laughs> but secondly, you cannot rough non-epileptic blood on your lips and cure, you, cure your children from epilepsy. So, we continue. <laughs> Elizabeth has been given the title of the most prolific female killer. The total number could be up to 650 young women. However, the, this number comes from the claim by a servant girl named Susanna, who had seen the figures and names of victims in one of her private books. However, the book was never revealed. Now, this is where I really start to call a bullshit. Because I'm sure she probably... I mean, she she killed someone. <laughs> yeah, she definitely killed someone. But 600 people, I think that's a little bit extreme. That's only one a day for two years, or two a day were killing for one year. One a day, one... Because we're going to see, she keeps getting people to come into her house and such because she's like a noblewoman and that's, and that's what you do. You get your whole, essentially, entourage of people to come around you because you're rich and you need everyone to do everything for you. But if you're killing one, if there is a, single, a new person of staff every single day in that house and no one starts questioning, like, after day 50, like, and Jocelyna? Where, where is Jocelyna, like... She left me. Dead stared. Jocelyn has gone now. And also, how do we know this young woman could read? It's 1560. I'm assuming most people could read numbers. She didn't just write one. Then it's just a tally chart. You don't know what a tally chart of anything means. (laughs) Unless specifically it's like number of dead. And then she's tallied it all up. It's quite a few pages. I reckon you need on a, it's a small book. Yeah, yeah, five, sort of. Yeah, you're going to need at least four pages. <laughs> to get your six. At least. Hundred tally mark. While her husband was away at war, she lured peasant girls to the castle for work, and reports are that she tortured them by burning the young girls with hot irons, beating them to death with clubs, pouring ice over them and leaving them outside to freeze, as well that's, as... That's some unit 741, <laughs> like Japanese war crime shit, that is. That's crazy. As well as reports that she liked to use scissors to cut off hands, genitals, and other body parts. Oh, scissors! Can you imagine what it is about scissors? Cutting a hand off with a pair of scissors. 
a pair of 1560 scissors. Oh, you know they're not sharp. Are, are they the Ooh, sharpest yeah. thing? <laughs> are they really <laughs> there, sharp? There's the, there's the only two ways they can go. They're either dull as dull can be or literally so sharp your eyes will be cut by looking at them for long enough. But I actually think that um, some, again, research shows that um, her, a lot of her torture techniques, she actually asked her husband, because he was involved in the military and uh, he was quite a important guy and he was he tortured a lot of people as well in his aspects. That's what the military was, going into a town and taking everyone yeah, over yeah. and just killing them slowly. But burning for witchcraft. And uh, so he lots of the hot iron stuff, she asked him about what he would do to torture people. And they wrote extensive letters to each other. And he would, like, describe all the ways that he would torture. And so she actually started implementing those with these girls. Because um, not only... Because it was the start of this, supposedly, it was poor girls. It was these villages from these young peasant girls, and she would gather them all up. And then, no, again, it's the thing of, like, it's the kind of the less dead thing. Like, no one misses... You, you go to the farm, you buy the child off the family. She's like, yep. You know, like, you, you've seen Witcher. Yeah. You, you go there, you're like, how much for this one? And he's like, six crowns. And he's like, I'll give you four. And then she's like, she's no daughter of mine. Oh, it might have been the right. Anyway, so she buys the people, she gets the people. It's like, bang, you're dead. She's been tortured. You've had your hands cut off. And imagine she's just cutting people's hands and leaving them stand outside and stuff. It's like, if, if your hands stop bleeding before you do, you can come back inside kind of thing. But the hands are in a bucket of blood, so they'll never truly stop bleeding. <laughs> so it's really, it's a double-ended sword. You can't win. But after she essentially killed, because this is where the numbers are come, these claims are ginormous numbers. So after she killed the first set of peasant girls, and everyone was like, well, we, you, we sold you our daughter, and your the daughter doesn't seem to be anywhere anymore. So it's like... She couldn't really go and get the peasants' girl, so she started getting other rich families. Not quite as rich as her, but people are still of well standing because it was a good thing to be a courtesan for her, essentially. It was a it was a well-prosperous thing. That's what fathers kind of really wanted because you couldn't go and do anything really as a woman in these times. So you could go, oh, go work for her, earn some money for the family because we're doing all right, but we're not doing great, great. And then suddenly she started killing those. So that's when people were like, bitch, we were fine when you were killing the poor people. <laughs> like, we it. love killing the poor. <laughs> We've always loved it. We'll always love it. But it's when you start going for the industrialites <laughs> where people are like, ah. It was also claimed that cannibalism was involved in the torture and that she was actually a vampire because of the, she used to bathe in the blood of the victims to help try and obviously cure her epilepsy, but to also maintain her youthful appearance. Well, I find nothing like the blood of the innocents really eliminates a wrinkle. Oh, yeah, like all the time. And one of her accomplices was actually burnt at the stake and convicted of witchcraft when it all eventually came out. But again, if you've got 600 victims, I feel there's more than one accomplice. I feel like... because And you definitely immediately become the accomplice because if you don't become the accomplice, you're outside with the hands in the bucket. <laughs> Yeah, you've like, got no choice. You've you? really got no choice. It's kind of an immediate decision like, well, it's time to get on board and get on board fast. Despite the evidence against Elizabeth, her, family, her family's importance kept her from facing execution. She was imprisoned in December 1610 in a castle in Slovakia. Now this, this shit right here, old school punishment. She was just bricked up. Yeah. Bricked up in a room and just left to die. Which is probably the best way for her to go. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say... Uh, well, it's likely she didn't do any of this, but... 
Oh, what? No, she definitely, no, she, she definitely, oh, she maybe possibly killed some people. <laughs> maybe some poor people died. I don't, it was 600 years ago. I don't know how much information we're getting. Or is it 500 years ago? It was 500, 500. years ago. Well, it was 400 in this one. No, four, yeah, 400 by the time she died. Yeah. And uh, the, the last, but, but not least, is the American Bloody Mary, which is Mary Worth, which um, I feel like until doing this, I, until researching this, I didn't actually know anything about this as a child or anything. So this one's, this one's quite fun. Yeah, Mary Worth was a witch that, according to legend, lived on Old Wagon Road in Chicago during the Civil War. She kidnapped runaway slaves and kept them chained up in her barn so she could use them as part of her rituals. See, look, that could have gone so well. That could have started, she kidnapped runaway slaves and then she set them free. She actually let them work on her farm for a reasonable wage. Yep. <laughs> this could have been a great story. And, and that's how we finish it. The blood in question. I mean, she used to love throwing pig's blood at the mirror. <laughs> and then that was it. But actually, uh, after a while, the locals took matters into their own hands and burnt Mary Worth at the stake. Since she was a witch, she could not be burned in a Christian. She could be. Buried, she couldn't be buried, sorry. <laughs> they burn her. They did. They, they burned her. Uh, she could not be buried in a Christian cemetery. Instead, she was buried on a farm. Years later, a farmer... A quick, um, and... a quick fun fact, though, while we're here. Did you know in the Salem witch trials, no one was ever burned at the stake? What? Yeah. Hanging is how they used to do it, and, like, drowning and stuff. They, no one actually uh. ever... They never burned any witches in Salem. It's more of a... Obviously here, but it's more of, like, a German thing. It's what you did in Europe. Oh, the but, European way. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> what is that? It's the British way. It's it's a Muppet's Treasure Island. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I'm thinking of. <laughs> it is the British way. We are the Americans. It is the American way. Fuzzy bear. <laughs> you were sorry. I sidetracked us. Years later, a farmer and his wife bought the farm, and while cleaning it and setting up a field to grow crops in, he came across a square stone. He moved this to outside his front door of the house. However, this caused a series of violent events uh, that plagued the house. He moved the stone back, back to its original position, but this didn't help matters and the house eventually burnt down in 1986. There has been attempts to build on the site, but all have failed, or the houses closest to where the barn once stood have burnt down numerous times. Like, when I first read that, I thought he burnt... He was like, fuck this, I'm burning it down. <laughs> I thought, like, he burnt the house down. He was there like, this is just awful. I'll burn it down. But also, how many years... Imagine how... Fucking awesome that would be to have that stone. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, if you touch it or you moved it, you, you're fucked. I feel like once you only move it once. After that, it's kind of... You, you blank out the rules. <laughs> it's already being moved. Like, it's attached to the area. There's also another Mary who was a witch and who was hung during the Salem Witch Trials. Hey. Oh. Her name was Mary Esty. Eastly? Eastly? Eastie? Easty boys. <laughs> Born in 1634, originally from Norfolk, England, her parents moved out to Massachusetts in 1640. She became a respected citizen of Salem and so her accusations came as a shock. 
during Mary's trial, Mary claps her hands together and the accuser, Mercy Lewis, intimidated the gesture, claiming that it, it was Mary's witchcraft that made this happen and was unable to release her hands until Mary had released her own. The accuser also said that when Mary dropped her head, it was an attempt to break her neck. Oh, what show? She was going on uh, human voodoo doll rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had full control. And I don't know if we want to quickly, we'll obviously get back in, but I'm sure most people know about the whole Salem witch trials. But if not, a quick little summation is, essentially, in this town in Massachusetts, which was... Fairly, I had known for some witchcraft and stuff, but everywhere was known for witchcraft, really. Oh, it was the fucking yeah. 1600s. Everyone was, or the 1500s, everyone was doing witchcraft here, there, and everywhere, and doing little bits and pieces and little bits of pieces. But basically, there was this rash of um, girl, young girls that all got these weird symptoms and, like, kind of jerking and weird needle pains and kind of got, like, rashes and things like that. And there was no real explanation for it, so they kind of... People were like, well, witches must be doing this. And they fucking just started accusing everyone of witchcraft. And basically, the way to get out of someone, say, of it, was if you went there and was like, are you a witch? And you were like, I'm a witch. I'm, I'm sorry. I um, I won't do it again. Slap me with this Bible. I'll pay this fine. And you essentially could go about your day, if you admit. Mm. But when you started claiming that you weren't a witch is when they were like, oh, oh. Oh! <laughs> well, you're clearly a witch. witch. And those are the people who actually died. It wasn't like they accused you of witch. It was a real, like, there was a proper litigious, like, thing. They set you up, there was trials and everything. And it was only about, it was about one in eight, I think, people. Or it might have even been less than that, because I think there was only actually 14, maybe, like, 15, 16 people at the time of the witch, Salem witch trials that actually died, because it was all these other people that were accused. But as soon as you said, nah, not a witch. I'm actually a witch, sorry. Uh, my apologies. They were like, all right, you scamp. Don't do it again, though. No more witchcraft. And they just kind of went your only way. Was it this witch trial as well where you could go, yeah, I am a witch, but also they're a witch. And then, like, just get out of its scot-free. Well, you didn't need to because you said you're a witch. As soon as you were like, um, immediately, yes, I'm a witch. I'm in line with the devil. I probably shouldn't be. I'm really sorry. And I mean, like, Proper sorry. <laughs> not like a little bit sorry. Like, proper. Not like sorry I've said to my girlfriend, like, oh, I'm sorry I've eaten the last cookie. Yeah. I'm not that sorry. I'm, I, so, I ate the cookie. Let's, we'll get on with it. I'll buy another packet tomorrow. They had to be like, no, I'm proper, proper sorry. Like, we're sorry. We're, we're, we're sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of sorry where you're like, I'm a witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all with magic. I'm so magic. I kill toads. I'm like so magical. <laughs> oh yeah, flying. I fly my broom all the time. I don't know if that was a thing yet. But <laughs> yeah, like, I'm so witchy. Ooh, I'm witchy. <laughs> and then we're like, well, stop. And then we're like, all right. So uh, oh, we'll, we'll cut back to where we were. So, so Mary, she's been accused of being a witch by Mercy. She was, and then she was like, she's a human voodoo doll. She was trying to break my neck by lowering her head because she was being accused of being a witch. And she was like, I'm really not a witch. Because she wasn't. <laughs> but um, as well as the break, trying to break her neck, she also claimed that she had been visited by a spectre at nighttime, which, led, which laid hands upon her breasts. So, uh, you know, classic witchcraft. <laughs> Mary responded to the claim saying, Sir, I have never complied... Com 
plied with Satan, but prayed against him all my days. I have no compliance with Satan. In this, I will say, if it is my last time, I am clear of this sin. No accent there? You're not going to... Oh, sorry. Look at it. But try and do a... The problem is, if it's a sailor man. Wait, so technically, I should be doing a Mark Wahlberg accent. <laughs> Sir, I have never complied with Satan, but prayed against him all my days. I have no compliance with Satan, and in this, I will say it if it's my last time I am clear of this sin. I really didn't expect that. Didn't we have to hold that the whole way through? <laughs> Neither did that when you started it. <laughs> But um, she was actually released from prison. She, she was put in prison after the, these claims because they were, like, dubious. And um, But after two days later, uh, Mercy Lewis again accused Mary and claimed her spectre was affecting her. These claims were then supported by other girls. <laughs> Mary was returned to the prison and then sentenced to death on the 9th of September. So uh, her claims did not help her in any way. <laughs> then eventually hung on... The 22nd of September, along with Martha Corey and Pudita, 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 Alice Parker, Mary Parker, Wilmot Red, uh, Margaret Scott, and Samuel Wardwell. Cotton Mather, to his later embarrassment, denounced them as eight firebrands of hell. On the gallows, she prayed for an end to the witch hunt. Uh, of her two sisters, likewise charged with witchcraft, uh, Rebecca Nurse was hung on the 9th, July 19th, 1692. Uh, but then the final person, essentially victim of the Salem witch trials, was Sarah Coyce. And uh, she was actually released from prison because they kind of were like... <laughs> I feel like we've made <laughs> it's not that thing. <laughs> I feel like we might have made some mistakes. And uh, she was actually released from prison in January 196 sorry, 1693. In the November after Etsy had been put to death, Mary Herrick gave testimony about Etsy. Herrick testified that she was visited by Etsy's ghost, who told her that she had been put to death wrongfully and was innocent of witchcraft. And that she had be, that she had come to vindicate her cause. Etty's family was then compensated with twenty pounds from the government in seventeen eleven for her wrongful execution. Now, if you can get compensation from the government, because the proof is that she was visited by a spectre that told her she, this, the, the person in question was innocent, surely the person claiming to have spoken to the dead should be the one then sentenced to witchcraft. And also, if you can come back as a ghost, does that not like make the claim that you, you are involved in witchcraft even stronger? Yeah. It definitely does. <laughs> this is a double down. Maybe they were right. <laughs> I'm going to quickly stay here. They were definitely wrong, and a lot of innocent people died for absolutely no reason. There was also a Mary Worthington, who, according to legend, she was a very vain yet very beautiful girl in 1960 who was obsessed with looking at herself. However, after being involved in a car accident, was left, was left badly disfigured and that no one could 
could barely look at her again and after taking a look at herself in the mirror, committed suicide, which is why... Is this you... true? Uh, yeah. Is this a quote-unquote? Is this one of our quote-unquote truths? This is quote-unquote true. And apparently, which is why she comes for you when you chant for her name in no the mirror. No fucking way! That's a bit harsh! And I mean, there's the whole vanity. Oh, you you, you chose vanity over everything else. But had she died, had she got disfigured in a car crash because she was, like, putting her makeup on in a compact, oh, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> would have been real worth, like, the, the circle complete of it. Like, vanity, how... <laughs> but vanity, but yeah. The fact, if there was just a poor girl who liked how she looked but then got in a car crash, then killed herself, that's real sad. Yeah. So us and the Americans aren't the only ones to have a spirit haunt the bathrooms of people brave enough to lure out the spirits who sum- who can summon them so we actually have the oh hello so we're going to take a suite in which we'll actually be visiting in the next recording so we'll get used to our accents oh um, shit yeah you best be you if if you're not ready for hearing me speak like the Swedish chef from the muppets for an hour <laughs> you're probably going to be disappointed because i'm imagining that's what's going to happen so there's sparta madam <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> which is the the Black Madam. This tradition actually started in Sweden in the 1970s. And uh, some researchers actually think it just came over from the American and English versions of Bloody Mary. And um, so basically how it sta- essentially started being called Bloody Mary in, obviously just in Swedish, but eventually throughout the years, it started building up different versions. So she was Black, blo- it was Black, Bloody Black Madam, the White Madam, Dirty Ma- Dirty Madam, my favourite, <laughs> Creepy Madam, and uh, then this just became Black Madam. And strangely enough, the Swedish version of uh, Bloody Mary can not only bring bring upon you a haunting curses, but it can actually cause the summoner good luck. It's like a dice roll, you know? You're going to get a six or you're going to get a one. But again, depending on what you need... <laughs> That's the great thing about a dice, because it's completely objective. If you only need one square, sometimes the six makes you count backwards in some games. That's true. There's also the Czech version, which Never is... Never trust the Czech. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know, I've seen some weird stuff come out of the Czech Republic, like video-wise. Uh, really? <laughs> I watched... I must have told you about that thing. It's like the video of the... I swear, what's happening? Like, this woman on a boat, and she's getting like... I feel like she they killed her afterwards. And what? Then, yeah, I, I don't know, they just like, stretch out. I don't know if we're going to keep this in. <laughs> they, like, stretch out her arse all like, two feet, and then like, she, like, shits out a load of gummy worms. And, like, I'm pretty sure they just killed her and threw her off the boat. <laughs> but it's, it's all from the Czech Republic. They're doing weird shit, I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's, let's start again. <laughs> There's also the Czech Republic version. Uh, Krava Mary... Uh, which can again be summoned by chanting her name three times and her disfigured face will appear and try to harm or disfigure your face by either scratching it or using a knife. Uh, She's also been known to have cannibalistic tendencies with eating people's faces uh, being part of one of her favourite pastimes as a summoner, summoned being. (laughs) Apparently she was a witch who was burnt at the stake and when you call her, you wake up the next day with the letters KM bleeding from your hand. That's it's actually been, that's pretty badass. Yeah, it's been popular in the in the Czech since about the nineties. Well, I, I think that's one of the better ones. Yeah, that one's that one's scary. That one's just straight up. She's a cannibal. 
we've got Ooh, this is my favorite i fucking love the japanese they are the best when it comes to stuff like this yeah because this is this is this is a grudge because the the thing is what's great about this it's like all those kind of japanese it's just a japanese horror film yeah. This is what, exactly what this is. It's the Japanese horror film, and that comes. So it comes out of a mirror. It's from another dimension. It's another worldly thing, and it's just fucking scary. Oh, it's just fucking great. So, Hanako-san. I'm really not going to do it. Oh. I am keeping that in. <laughs> I'm going to edit this one, and I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> so, all over Japan, uh, we have the legend of Hanako-san, which is known as the Tor known Hanako-san, which translates to Hanako of the toilet. She is a yokai bobbed haircut and wearing a red. She's so she's got the little classic Japanese bob. She's wearing a red skirt or dress, and she dates back to the same sort of time, so in the 1950s. So this really when the Bloody Mary was kind of starting real strong in America. So then it went over to Japan and sort of at the same sort of time as it did Sweden, but it just hit Japan sooner because there. Built in, ready for creepiness. Oh, yeah. There they are. So ready for it. Mm. Uh, so there's a few different uh, versions of her story. One is that she was killed in the bathroom whilst playing hide-and-seek during a World War II air raid. And she... <laughs> Which is pretty brutal. Because I'm thinking... We think an atomic air raid? We think one of the big ones? Oh, uh, like well... Like, the yeah. radiation splattered her into the mirror? Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Uh, the second one that she was murdered by a parent or the third one that uh, she was murdered this is the because it's a big school they do this a lot in school don't they in Japan yeah. so then the, the third one that she was actually committed uh, suicide in a school bathroom <clears throat> it is actually most popular with primary school children where classmates dare each other to summon her which that. is just crazy that's so good a bunch of like Eight-year-olds just, just been like, just creepy. Do it, do, do it. it. You do it, you do it, you, you do, do it. it. No, you do it. No, you do it. To summon her, you must enter the school bathroom. Apparently, it works better on the third floor. It's clearly where but, she was supposedly... Yeah, she was clearly on a third-floor bathroom. Well, three, it's a powerful magic number. That's true. Knock three times on the stall and ask if Hanaku-san is present to which will respond saying, yes, I am. Whoa! How many kids are hiding in the other schools? Oh, Just yeah. saying it. Just whispering it like a disembodied voice. This can then lead to the appearance of a bloody hand or Hanaku-san herself, and the summoner may or may not be grabbed and dragged down the toilet or into hell. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> this is a oh, lot stronger. Or, or, if unlucky enough, maybe eaten by a three-headed lizard. So is the lizard brought into it? I don't know. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I really hope there's like some eight-year-old that's gone <laughs> and said that there's a three-headed lizard there. She's in the toilet. That's such a, a, a primary school thing. Yeah. So yeah, sticking with a very brief overview of another Japanese folklore that's pretty similar, sticks to the same bathroom vibe. I love a um, bathroom, a bathroom folklore. <laughs> but you don't have to call it forward or chant its name or knock three times. Uh, this one is Aka Man- Mantor, aka Red Cape. Okay, so what is, what is Red Cape? It's a spirit that okay. haunts, I think, mainly public bathrooms. Okay, like yeah. And you, it'll come forward and give you the choice 
a red toilet roll or blue toilet no, roll? No, 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 no. No, basically, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not having toilet Morpheus. No, I'm shutting this down. <laughs> So continue, you're fucking stupid. Sorry, Japan, but this is a fucking stupid story. But yes, I will obviously look into it for several hours. <laughs> Japanese Morpheus. <laughs> toilet Morpheus. Toilet, toilet Morpheus will offer you either red paper or blue paper. Uh, if you choose the red, they will be lacerated in such a manner that their dead bo- their body will be drenched in their own, own blood. With blue paper, you actually get strangled and your body is drained of the blood. So hang on, there's neither of them are good choices. Well, no. You can actually, if you try and outsmart them by asking for, for a both. different co- coloured paper, White. you go straight to hell. Oh, okay, so you can't, okay. So yeah, if you um, basically just ignore them or yeah. they don't want any paper... So it- you're fine, and he goes away. No, no, no you okay? So, so, so the rules are of it: red paper, you're eviscerated. Yep. Blue paper, you're strangled. Yep. You go straight to hell. Nope. If you go like, oh, just take that white paper, or if you try and outsmart them and go, oh, yellow paper, yellow paper, because you're a dick. You you go straight to hell, yeah. or. If you sit there shitting like you're just having the worst acid experience ever and just hoping that's not there and you just carry on wiping, it's just with and, your hand, yeah. bare hand. <laughs> do they use? They do use toilet paper. Of course they use toilet, use paper, toilet paper. paper. I don't know if they use a special type of toilet paper, like it's not rolled up, like it's just stacks. Maybe. <laughs> um. Is that racist? Maybe. <laughs> they, they rip a bit of the wall down. Paper walls. <laughs> When did this start? Because if this is older than whatever the Matrix is. Oh, yeah, it's way older than that. It, so it... the Matrix stole this. <laughs> yes. Toilet, Mor- <laughs> Toilet Morpheus is the original Morpheus. And it's a shit one. This is like if the Matrix 3 was the first Matrix movie. Yeah, this dates back... Um... To, like, about the 1930s. Oh, okay, because I'm reading 2003 then. here. <laughs> that was when The Matrix came out, wasn't it? <laughs> I think The Matrix came out before that. I think that's when Matrix Reloaded came out. So, hang on. While we're quickly down this... I, no, we can't keep talking about all these Japanese toilet... <laughs> no, because it just demons. goes on. Right. You know what? Actually, we're going to do... Well, the next thing, we, we won't do it now, but we will do a mini for... Japanese <laughs> toilet demons. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that was bloody very. Now you understand why apparently just girls. Uh, you're standing in the in the bathroom. I don't know if kids are still doing this though. I don't know. I really hope they are. Like my sister definitely isn't doing it. My sister's playing with my younger sister's playing with Ouija boards and stuff. That's cool. Which I'm not allowed to do. But she's playing on Ouija boards with her phone. Like oh. it's the saddest form of Ouija board. Oh, that's like that's like. The, Gambling Juman- online. the new Jumanji film, like being a video yeah, game. Oh god. Um, but no, I hope I hope kids people are still doing that. And yeah, this was uh, I actually really I enjoyed this one. This was a nice fun little I say little, we've still done an hour three. <laughs> yeah. So uh <laughs> so uh, thanks again for listening. Uh this has been Ma- uh little Manson Clubhouse or Treehouse Mini, I can't remember what we're calling them. Uh 
so yeah, any anything at all, get contact us yeah. on uh, 109 Ocean Avenue at gmail.com. Follow us on the Instagrams. And especially get in contact if you have oh. played Bloody Mary. If or... you played Bloody Mary and you're a, a male or an older woman or not someone who recognises a non-binary or anywhere in between the spectrum, contact me so I can prove Jack wrong that it's not just young girls playing this game. And also, if you've been affected by if it. You've, if Bloody Mary or Toilet Morpheus... <laughs> Has contacted you, and you chose because you clearly chose to just. Ignore. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping. It's like this one time that I was having a shit, and I thought I saw Hitler, <laughs> and it, I was in. Yeah, I was in. I was in Daisy's bathroom, <laughs> tripping on acid, and it, I was already. I was taken because nothing takes you away from the cosmic feeling of how we're all one and interconnected with the universe. Is the then the such human thing of shitting because humans shitting is such a animalistic real thing to happen and when you're fucking tripping and your mind's expanding to a, as wide as your mind's ever expanded and you're like this is such a weird uncomprehensible thing and i was just sat there in a downstairs toilet while her flatmates were all in the house and they were all cooking dinner and i'm just sat there shitting daisy's sat against the oven sweating because the oven's on just smeared in chocolate i just sat there shitting and i just remember turning around and I thought I could see Hitler sat on the toilet, on, on, the, on the bath next to me. And I remember just <laughs> standing up. The third white. I just remember just seeing him, just turning my head and being like, no. <laughs> not today, not today. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, again, follow us on the, the Instagram stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at stayteak and at jack at jack... Blank. Blank. Underscores? No underscores? No underscores. Just Jack Blank. So yeah, thanks a lot guys and uh, we'll see you again soon. We're out. Peace.